Adventures. I'm Rochelle. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Blake. And we are Paranoia Percentage. We're just three girls who are a little anxious about our world. And if you don't know what we do here, we are fascinated by cryptids, conspiracy theories, and everything weird. Everything. I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a little while. It has yeah. been a little while. Do you want to say anything about the name change? Yeah. In case you guys didn't notice by the intro, um, I am changing my name from Brie to Blake. I'm pretty much doing that just because I've never felt comfortable with my birth name, and so I'm starting to allow myself to be entirely comfortable with all of myself. So I think that's just one of the many changes that I'm going to be making. And we're very proud of her. Thanks. <laughs> I cried. I definitely cried the first time that, like, everybody called me Blake. Like, every single time somebody called me Blake for the first time, I cried. Like <laughs> Yeah, we were in, in the kitchen, and you're just drinking your wine, just like... Crying. <laughs> yeah. I just moved into a new house, and whenever whenever I first moved into my house, they came over, and as, as well as a couple of my other friends, and we were making dinner in the kitchen, and I was drinking wine, and everybody was like, yeah, hey, hey Blake, and I'm like, <laughs> I just started crying. <laughs> because we all love and support you. Yeah. And, and love and support from people who love you feels really good. True. It feels, it's incredibly validating to know that, like, I have so much support, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. coming from my friends and family, so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much, I'm going to be going by Blake from now on, so if you talk to me or talk yeah. about me, my name is Blake, do not... Yeah. Call me by my other name. If you if you message us on Facebook requesting uh, particular episodes about particular topics, Blake. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we uh, shall we begin? Yeah, yeah let's get tell it. tell the folks what we're talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about the theory that mattress firm is a money laundering front. <laughs> The store that's literally everywhere. It I have, really is. I have never actually like driven through a town that has like a population of at least a thousand people that does not have a mattress firm. Yeah. Ooh, we'll get into that. There are so many. Even after they shut a whole bunch down. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. I I think for me, like, I used to work next door to a mattress firm, mm -hmm. and I never saw a single customer in that building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not once. Right, because people get mattresses, what, every seven to ten years or something? Something yeah. like that, yeah. And I can guarantee you that I had the same mattress from the time I was, like, four to the time I was, like, 16. Mm -hmm. So people don't normally go by that seven to ten year mark. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> and it's expensive. <laughs> it's so ridiculously expensive. Have, have you gone into a mattress firm before? Have you seen the prices on those beds? I Literally have never no. gone into one. It's kind of intimidating to go into a completely empty store. I bought my they mattress are... online. That, honestly, that's true. A lot They're of people are doing empty. that now. Our, our generation in particular are doing yeah. that. I bought uh, the bed in the box. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are, especially you know, younger people are doing the bed in the box and now. Mine's and mine's a twelve-inch memory foam mattress. <laughs> oh, look at you, yeah. fancy. Well, listen. Sometimes you gotta be comfortable, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, money laundering, mm -hmm. uh, in case people don't know, is not really washing. Your money. It is not. In the laundromat. Likely, like you would yeah. wash your underwear. Oh. Well, I've been doing money laundering all wrong. I, I think you have. I, I know. I I feel like every time I go to your place, you're always washing your money, and I was always wondering what that what that was. She's money laundering. She's money laundering. No, I'm actually just turning the uh, 20s into 100s. No, I'm not doing that. 
Teach me your ways. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That is entirely illegal. No, money money laundering is like okay, if you've ever seen Breaking Bad. No, nope. I have not. Okay, I'm sure land. most of our I'm sure most of our, <laughs> our, our watchers have. If you've seen Breaking Bad, I'm not gonna give any spoilers or anything, but he kinda does this by buying a car wash. You buy a company and you start running it like a regular business because whatever influx of money that you have coming in from whether it's drugs or uh, human trafficking or anything like that, you don't want the bank to become aware of that influx of money because that's dirty money, hence the whole laundering thing, you clean it up. Dirty money. It's dirty money. It's laundering the money. Yucky that money. Is dirty. You get it? <laughs> Muddy this money. This is horrible. <laughs> I'm and, leaving. Sorry, <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. You slowly leak that money out through the business, just little by little, so that the bank thinks that it's coming from your sales mm-hmm. of the business. So that is what a lot of people think that Mattress Firm is doing. And the reason why there are so many stores, which we'll talk about that, might be because they're trying to find more outlets to start leaking that dirty money that they're laundering. Did you know <laughs> that... Every dollar bill that you get has at least come in contact with a stripper once. That's probably true. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And you know what? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to profession shame at all. No. Sex work is real work. Mm -hmm. Makes good money, too. But, let's get back Back to Back on topic. (laughs) So, this theory was originally proposed, or, well, it might have been proposed before that, but as far back as we found it, especially because it went viral Certainly after this. Certainly the thing that made it famous. Yes. Was the there Reddit was post, a yeah. Reddit post, which Blake will take over. Yeah. So, basically, um, in January of, oh my god, I don't remember the year. 20... I think it was 2018? That sounds right. Yeah, January 2018. Yeah, January of 2018, um, there was a Reddit post that was made that says mattress firm taking out expletives mattress firm is some sort of giant money laundering laundering scheme they are everywhere and always empty i remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once there is no way there is such a demand for mattresses edit a few people seem confused i'm talking about multiple of the same mattress store all in close proximity to each other not different mattress companies like if there were four different companies all next to each other i get that but these are the same company um so basically that post was made and then it was pretty shortly after that taken down don't know mm. the exact date that it was taken down but it was taken yeah down. it was very quickly removed yeah it was Which pretty quickly removed but they don't want us to know that didn't stop a bunch of other people from creating a new mattress firm conspiracy theory thread so there was one person at evil genius evil evil with a b um great spelling job uh i've noticed that i thought you were just saying it weird (laughs) dr evil but it said basically i've noticed that as well if you actually pay attention you start seeing them everywhere even in the most random places my dad's theory is that it's some kind of franchise real estate ploy Mattresses cost a lot, so it doesn't take many sales to meet the expenses. And if they can find cheap business space, they can run one, even if it doesn't make all that much profit. Not a great idea if you only have one, but if you have 50 of them in an area that has a residential growth boom, it can start racking up a huge profit. Mm -hmm. And then there was another person who replied to that and said it was... 
I'm so sorry if I butcher your name if you ever end up watching or listening to this. Smoqueed? S-M-O-Q-U-E-E-D. This is Yeah, go ahead. Smokeweed? It's probably meant to be smokeweed. Smokeweed! I think it's smokeweed. It's smokeweed. It's smokeweed. <laughs> I don't know. No, Props, okay. dude. Okay. Good um, job. <laughs> I love it. My mind. Anyway, <laughs> this is exactly right. A year or so ago, my friend had an interview for a mid-slash-upper mid upper level position for mattress firm, and they confirmed that this was their business plan. Super long-term real estate speculation. Build a generic built business space, occupy and sell out of it for a few years, then sell when the area has experienced a considerable growth. Look at where it's happening. Eagle Road State slash Gary. And I know that there are at least two more locations with two stores next to each other. So there's just a bunch more on this the same thread about different people's like theories on it and everything. And I think that all of them are really, really interesting. You guys want to go check out that thread? It's from it's posted in r slash Boise, so I'm guessing that the Eagle Road is in Lake Boise, Idaho. Wait, is this a thread that is separate from the one that got removed? Yes. Oh, okay. The one that got removed got completely removed. Like, the whole thread was deleted. Oh, okay. It wasn't, like, archived or anything. Yeah, but there's, like, a few more of them that, like, are connected through Reddit. That's definitely a very interesting theory, like, yeah. for lack of a better word. like. And, I mean, it kind of does make sense for reasons that we'll get into later, like with the like in-house real estate brokers mm -hmm. so I mean that kind of does make sense and especially because that smoke weed person um, he, greatest they, name ever. they said that it was they said that it was that it was true that their friend confirmed it so I mean maybe that's what this is but. okay well we'll see moving yep. on <laughs> alrighty yeah, do you want to talk about the lawsuit, or do you want me to go on to oh, the yeah. bankruptcy? So, let's actually talk about the lawsuit. This is actually a really good segue. So, the real estate theory might be a genuine theory, because in October of, I think, 2018, either 2018 or 2019, can you not? Wow, really? The, the, the good bankruptcy morning. was in 2018. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the lawsuit, though. Oh, sorry, the lawsuit was in... So there was a lawsuit at one point. We don't know so exactly what happened. In either 2018 or 2019 of October. And basically it filed a lawsuit against two of its former mattress the mattress firm, like the entire company, filed the lawsuit against two former in-house real estate executives, an external broker, and a group of developers. And basically they were accusing them of like sabotaging the business in some sort of way mm -hmm. by like what they officially said was conspiring to make Mattress Firm expand, open stores in expensive locations, and sign leases above market rates. So basically, it was accusing them of, like... Okay, but that doesn't make any... Like, they're saying that that would be a reason that they might have a lot of stores in the same vicinity mm -hmm. is because... Oh. Like, and, and they only did this lawsuit okay, after the theory mm -hmm. got huge. And now they're saying, okay, oh, uh, we expanded because people wanted us to expand, and that was a conspiracy to make us Except expand. Except we know that that's not why they expanded, because the reason there are so many mattress firms, at least 
the official reason there are so many mattress firms nearby to each other is because mattress firm would buy out other mattress companies. And if the store happened to be across the street from a mattress firm store, well, so be it. There's two mattress firm stores right there. Right, so we're getting two different stories exactly. from them as to what's Which what, the what other the story is. sounds way more plausible, in my opinion. But, so, you know, yeah. one reason is, oh, we wanted to do that because we wanted to buy out all of the other mm-hmm. uh, mattress Which makes sense. Companies. That's a good business plan. Well, to get back on the lawsuit, Mattress Firm was alleging in the lawsuit that the two former employees were receiving bribes and kickbacks from the broker and the developers in exchange for business to finally enrich themselves at the company's expense. So pretty much they were they were doing it for personal purposes. Um, It Uh described the arrangement as a nationwide bribery kickback and fraud scheme. I will note, too, on top of that, there was another statement by one of the former CEOs, and he was saying that the reason why that there were so many in such a close vicinity was because he wanted Mattress Firm to be basically the only choice and always mm-hmm. on people's minds, and that's the place that they go mm-hmm. because that's the only place that they see yeah, around it's a monopoly. He wants, to, he wants a monopoly. Monopoly, but mm-hmm. also, he, the way he worded it was very much like advertising yeah okay so why not just pay for advertising then having like what is the cost of having those employees in the store to keep the lights on to have to lease the well space? i mean they, they only have me? like one employee in the store at a time i think yeah that's but still that's a kills, lot of extra employees that you don't need what kills me a lot is the exact wording of the quote because it literally says our convenient locations in highly trafficked areas keep us top of mind when it's time to buy a mattress. Oof. Convenient? Dude, there's more than one. Like, why do you need more than one in less than a mile span? Yeah, uh, Houston, before they shut down a bunch of places, Houston had, uh, what was it, 10 in a 10-mile radius? Yes. They shut down about wow. 700 stores back in 2018? Uh, 900. They planned on setting, uh, shutting down 700, and then they ended up shutting down 900. That's awesome, though. But it's still, there's still a ton. When yeah, you start with 3,500 and close 900, you're still left with 2,600 stores. As it is, even now, I went on Google that's Maps and Walmart. I counted... Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not positive about that. I feel like that's more than Walmart. But uh, I went to Walmart. I went to Google Maps and I went to the St. Louis map and mm-hmm. I counted eighteen mattress firms in St. Louis. Good lord! Yep, and that's after they closed a bunch of stores. Oh, okay. In St. As Louis. of January thirty first, twenty twenty, there were four thousand seven hundred and fifty six stores of Walmart. Okay, so it is. It's so definitely more. Walmart, yeah. That's it. Yeah. God, it feels like there should be more. There's a Walmart in every single town, pretty much. So As of 2020, Walmart had a total of 11,501 stores throughout the world. Well, just in the U.S., it's 4,000-something. And so Mattress Firm has over half of what Walmart has currently and all and used to have, before they shut down those stores, used to have almost as many as Walmart. So picture how prevalent Walmart is. A mattress firm is not that far behind. Mm, yeah, that's insane. That is um, insane. Because for a mattress company. I know for a fact that I have never stepped foot into a mattress firm. Me either. But you go to but Walmart. I go all to the time. Walmart on an almost daily basis. Uh, I think it's I very mean, strange. we shop locally and don't shop at Walmart at all. Totally. I, uh, I do try to shop locally if possible. I do try to. Around here, though, there's nothing. It's a little bit harder around here. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. If we were in a bigger city, it'd be a lot easier. 
But we live in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and another another way I think that they got so many, well, definitely a way that they got so many stores is because they just kept out buying the chains. And, like, mm-hmm. there was another chain called Sleepies that they bought in 2015. <laughs> and by that point, they controlled more than 25% of mattress stores in the country. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. More than 25% of mattress sales was con- was controlled by mattress firms. That's a lot. Nuts. Yeah. But there was somebody who said that they may have gotten in over their heads. Um, There was this guy. What is he? Oh, uh, Seth Masham, who works for Wedbush, which is an investment firm, who apparently spends a lot of time talking to people in the mattress industry, said their stated premise strategy is called relative market share. So they want to be a leading market share player in any given local market so that they can drive economies of scale in advertising as well as distribution. So basically they want to be the only mattress firm in the local vicinity. Um, They're essentially trying to be your first choice when you're buying a mattress by being your only choice. That's, I I get that that's probably not illegal, but that's so shady. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Over the, the last 10 years, they've been buying out regional chain after regional chain of mattress sellers. But Basham says it doesn't cost much money to keep the lights on and pay staff. After the chain bought Sleepies in 2015, results have been what I might call an unmitigated disaster once they since they acquired Sleepies. Mattress mm-hmm. firm is and then like that's whenever it goes into like the mattress firm like sell like suing the real estate brokers and everything. There was mm-hmm. a lawsuit uh, between mattress firm and Tempur-Pedic, wasn't it? That they were yeah. selling a a mattress that was like the uh, the Tempur-Pedic mattress. I don't remember exactly how that. Did you did you find out anything um, more on that? I, I I like barely glanced it as I was reading. Not really. I didn't I didn't see a whole lot on it. However, as I was preparing for this, as I was uh, literally getting ready to go, mm-hmm. I I was on YouTube and I got an ad for a mattress firm because I was googling researching mattress firm. Google knows. That's another. That's another thing we'll talk about. Google knows. Uh, So I got a targeted advertisement for Mattress Firm, and they were literally selling genuine Tempur Pedics. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how the lawsuit turned out back then, but as of right now, they have have to agreement and they sell Tempur Pedic now. Yeah. Well, at one point they did not have that agreement, and they were Mm -hmm. selling something similar, and Tempur Pedic went nuts, which I don't blame them. Especially considering they're one of the leading mattress companies, like mm-hmm. one of the leading mattress companies in the world. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. whenever you think mattress, you yep. pretty much automatically think Tempur-Pedic. Have, you, have either of you ever slept on a Tempur-Pedic mattress? Because I have. No. Definitely not. They're incredible. Well, Mattress Firm currently is the biggest one. Sponsor us Tempur-Pedic. And Ike- <laughs> Ikea is the biggest mm-hmm. of furniture, and then Mattress Firm is the biggest of mattresses, I in November of 2011, Mattress Firm filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy and closed about 900 stores. Ultimately, like I said, they were originally going to co- close 700, but they closed 900. This is very soon, obviously, after this Reddit post went viral, and a lot of people started talking about the theories. YouTubers started covering it. Shane Dawson covered it. And, um... Wait, you said 2011? 2018. Okay. Did I say 2000? I'm not sure. You might have. 2018, though. January of 2018 is when the Reddit post started. 
Um, okay, so they did this and they restructured in only 48 days, which is an insanely fast turnaround to close that many stores. Very fast. And they, quote, slimmed down to 2,600 stores in the United States, which is still insane. And from doing this bankruptcy, they obtained over $525 million of committed exit financing. So this was definitely a very huge financial benefit to them. Yeah. And according to the data startup um, ThinkNum is what they're called, 42.6% of mattress firm stores are located within one mile radius of one another, which is insane. That means almost half of all uh, mattress firm stores are within a mile of another. Uh, okay, so where was I? Um, Planet Earth. <laughs> the United States. No, <laughs> I'm not there. Southern Illinois. I'm not even in my head right now. Unless we're in the Matrix, in which case... We're nowhere. Ooh. Or I, are we? <laughs> I have another thing to add to the the um, simulation theory thing. Okay. Apparently a black hole did a crazy thing that looks a lot like a glitch. Oh, yeah. And also, um, they they just proved that manifestation is real. What? Manifestation? NASA just proved that manifestation is real. What do you mean? What, what's manif- what do you mean by manifestation? Manifestation is a witchcraft thing. Um, it's basically where... Where things it's... appear? Like no. they're... Uh, like like energies created but not okay what no basically whenever you manifest something in like the witchcraft like religion like a pagan religion mm-hmm. wicca um, it's wicca wicca or pagan um but uh basically whenever you manifest something in those religions you're basically willing for it to happen willing for something to happen Okay. And so it's kind of like praying in the so Christian like the religion. power of willpower. Yeah, it's kind of like praying. Oh yeah, in the I Christian could have told you religion. that's a real thing. Yeah, but like NASA just proved it. Hmm, that doesn't surprise me. Like they just proved that it's a real thing. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm have to look that up. Yeah, it's insane. Okay, so um, the former CEO Ken Murphy said that their quote uh, convenient locations in highly trafficked areas keep us top of mind when it's time to buy a mattress. But, like I was saying before, I feel, I don't know, because I'm not an accountant, it would be a lot cheaper to just buy advertising. You would think so. But President and CEO Steve Stagner, which I don't know if he's currently the President and CEO, said, quote, we know that our unprecedented growth had led to duplicative, duplicative, what the Duplicative? 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 Duplicative. Duplicative. Yes. Duplicative. Duplicative. More than one. More than one. Store locations in many of our markets. Duplicates. Now having completed our operational and financial restructuring, the 48-day restructuring that they did, now having completed our operational and financial restructuring, we have the right store locations to not only better serve our customers, but to also fuel future growth. Um, sounds like a lot of PR BS to me. But so that's the newest CEO. I don't know for sure if he's still the current CEO, but that's uh, that was who was the CEO right after the restructuring. So would that be the guy who replaced Marcus Juiced? Because we have some tea on him. <laughs> Ken Murphy. Ooh, tell me about him. Uh, so. 
Marcus Joost used to be uh, Steinhoff's CEO. Steinhoff International is the company that owns Mattress Firm. Mm-hmm. The company is uh, based in Johannesburg in South Africa. And on December 5th, 2017, Joost completely out of the blue, just like no reasoning given, just resigns his post. Mm-hmm. There were found to be some financial irregularities that have been kind of uh, swept under the rug. Mm. As of May 28th, John Eck is the current uh, CEO of Mattress Firm. Awesome. Oh, okay. Thank you. No problem. So, uh, yeah, the uh, South African police are looking into possible fraud Yeah, with um, Steinhoff International. So this just kind of... You know, maybe lends a little bit of credence to I have a little bit money laundering. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. First of all, the Steinhoff International Holdings that uh, is their now current parent company, and they bought them in 2016 for mm-hmm. 3.8 billion dollars, which apparently was twice what Mattress Firm was worth. Mm-hmm. Um. So, why would you do that? Hello. Uh. Maybe it's to help cook the books a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. So after this accounting scandal and fraud, like you were mm-hmm. talking about, including they overstated how much money the company made as well as improperly accounting intercompany loans. Mattress Firm's parent company finally disclosed these accounting irregularities. This is Steinhoff International, the parent company is yes. Steinhoff. Even though they had been happening apparently for years since mm-hmm. they had been purchased, they only disclosed this after their stock price tanked 62% in just a day in 2017. They were holding off on disclosing these, uh, they postponed publishing their full year accounts, the Steinhoff uh, CEO and Mm -hmm. everybody, they held off on publishing their um, accounting and everything. And they were forced to after the stock market crash of theirs that they tanked by 62% a day and they lost $15 billion of their market value. Good In a day. Lord. In a day. Um, that's some 1929 depression. Yeah, $15 billion. Oh. Yeah, that's a crash. Yeah. That is a crash. That's huge. And so after that, then they pretty much were forced into publishing it. And that's when all of a sudden, you know, he resigned, mm-hmm. two other people resigned, and they kind of like backed out right as they were publishing that and making it. Um, out in the open and nobody got in trouble for it as far as I'm aware they kind of just backed out and they were fine that kind of lends in my opinion to the idea that maybe it was a money laundering thing and that's why they were accounting things the accounting um, uh, I think it's entirely possible irregularities <laughs> yeah I think it's yeah. impossible I think it's possible too yeah so uh, yeah what do you guys think I think this is pretty much all the info I have. What do you guys? Yeah, pretty much. I, I think it's entirely plausible. Um, I guess to put a percentage on it, I'd say I'm maybe about 60%. Mm-hmm. That it is a money laundering front? Yeah. yeah. Maybe 60, 65. I'm probably a little lower. Okay. Yeah? Why do you think that? A little bit. Just because I, I pretty well subscribe to the theory that Whenever it comes to huge corporations like that, it's definitely run by a lot of very greedy people. Mm-hmm. And I so, think all corporations are run by greedy people. Most, for the most part, I think yeah. government is run by greedy people. <laughs> Valid. Um, <laughs> yeah. Valid. Um, but, I mean, 
I mean, it could be a money laundering thing, but I think it could also be just they got greedy mm. and they opened up way too many stores in a way too close vicinity. Mm-hmm. That's um, just not a good business model. Like, who, no. whose idea was that? No. I think it's kind of like, I think they were trying to do what <laughs> what McDonald's does where they want to be so close to everybody and uh, no matter where you're going, you pass the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, like, Which, I can't If you're selling food, thing. that's mm-hmm. not a bad idea. If you're selling mattresses, that's Which kind of a bad idea. Which people don't buy for at least like 7 to 10 to 12 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I've never like bought me, a mattress in my entire life. We'll buy McDonald's every day if you let me, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that hard. <laughs> right? Oh. We're, we're all getting a little bit of that uh, situational <laughs> situational uh, poundage going on. That's that's another conspiracy. I think Big Mac sauce My has knee? no. I think Big, Na- Big Mac sauce has crack in it. Really? What? I think Big Mac sauce has crack in it, and that's why it's so addictive. Are you that's proposing fair. a brand new theory, or did you hear that somewhere? I thought that since I was a kid. Conspiracy theory. Because it's so addictive. There's crack. <laughs> there's crack in, the in Big general. Okay, sauce. well we know no, that there's they, just crack. We there's crack in general. <laughs> we know that they used to put crack in Coca Cola. Yeah, but that was back when... Although, there's still secret ingredients that they won't tell us. That was back when crack was just... They were just kind of like... That's when everybody was on crack. Oh, yeah. I mean, back in the 70s. For the most part, part, well, no, whenever Coca-Cola, whenever they were putting crack in Coca-Cola, like, that was whenever... Crack was just a recreational drug. Yeah. Like, well, they used it as a medication, and Coca Cola was originally a medication. Um, That's true. Really? Yeah, it was. That a, part I yeah. didn't know. Uh, kind of cool. So well, it was just kind of like it's insane. <laughs> a chew. Oh, I gotta get some of that crack drink. Like that crack drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need, think I they also, it that. I also need a crack drink. <laughs> Is um, that why it's called Coca Cola? Well, yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I really hope the camera caught the moment of realization. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the logo showed. I'm sorry. Uh, Please don't. We can always blur it out. So, I don't know how to blur little pieces. I can blur the whole screen. Just (laughs) blur. (laughs) The whole video blur. Maybe we can get like a little emoji to put over the top of her can. That'd be kind of funny. That would be really cool. The emoji that's literally on the can? Could. Sure. I'm trying not to show it to the kid. Okay. See? Look. I. Sorry, my stomach is growling. Of, I'm kind of at a. Uh, I'm kind of at a. Um, oh, I never gave my percentage. Oh, what is your percentage? <laughs> I think my percentage is probably at like a 40. Like a 40%. That's that fair. it's a conspiracy oh, theory. Fair. But do I think that it's definitely a bunch of greedy CEOs? <laughs> Stop my thank you. <laughs> Do I think that it's a bunch of greedy CEOs that like are definitely definitely trying to get more money out of it than it's worth? Yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. do think that. I think yeah, that that's fair. It was definitely that they were trying to get a whole bunch of money out of it, but then it really just ended up turning into a big big mistake. I'm I'm kind of with you there. It's I think that they were doing really shady things, mm-hmm. probably very illegal things. They were probably giving loans to each other, buddy buddy stuff, and maybe the loans weren't actually loans. They were probably 
just gifts and I think that they were partying it up and having a good time with that money and uh, they kind of cooked the books and they apparently weren't very good at it um, especially after you know this stock market crash of theirs mm -hmm. and they backed out and uh, I think that kind of proves to me that they were obviously they knew they were in the wrong and they did shady things but I don't think it's necessarily a money laundering front on a large scale like of organized crime level yeah, yeah I don't think that it, there's um, you know drug trafficking or human trafficking behind that I think it's I just, don't either really oh, you know shady people the Wayfair the Wayfair human trafficking yeah theory. we will at some need point to talk about that that's that's a lot so I think I'm at probably 40% possibility I don't know maybe 30 Maybe 30%. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm the gullible back. one today. <laughs> I was right where you are, too. Right Honestly, you know, I usually am. <laughs> this, uh, I was very sure that it was a money laundering mm -hmm. front until we did some research. Before actually them, researching you know, it, yeah. Finding out about these dudes. Well, I mean, that makes shame. sense because you guys did more research than I did, <laughs> obviously. So I, mean, I was lazy this, this month. I think with a lot of conspiracy theories... What tends to happen is that, like, people believe so wholeheartedly mm -hmm. in them until they start doing research mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is that, oh, I, I lied. That's not most conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, it depends on the, it depends on the theory because there are things that I, we've done research on that at first I've been like, there's no way. And then by the end of it, I'm like, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely yeah, possible. possible. So, yeah. I mean, it just depends on the theory. Yeah. It does. Because you guys have definitely converted me on some things. And always do your research. Mm -hmm. Always... Always question things. Please Don't. do your research before posting things on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the cool things about this particular conspiracy theory uh, thing. You know, when we talk about cryptids mm -hmm. and theories and things, a lot of those other channels, mm -hmm. they are adamant, this is what the theory mm -hmm. is, this is true, mm -hmm. this is true, and we kind of question that a little mm -hmm. bit. We have to dis um, we have we almost try to disprove it in some ways. I think yep. a lot of the theories that we present at the end, we're all kind of like, no, probably not. Yeah. yeah. There's a few theories that we've definitely been like, no, this is absolutely the truth. <laughs> like, this is absolutely what... Me and Rochelle were gung-ho about one of the episodes that we'll put out eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the Marilyn Monroe episode. Mm -hmm. We were... We are gung-ho. We still oh, are yeah. gung-ho. And I'm a little bit less absolutely 100% believe she was murdered. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, whereas Kaylee's no a little doubt. bit like, eh. Whereas I'm gun-ho on the simulation theory, and you guys are very much less convinced. I you, mean, you, I don't know about I, all that. I am more convinced just from talking to you and being friends with you and hearing your arguments on it over the duration of our friendship than I ever would have been before. Yeah. Yeah, well, and hopefully, you know, when we, we get around to this, yeah. and hopefully I can come in prepared and not sound like a crazy person, because it, <laughs> it does sound like a very insane theory. The first time you talked to us about it, and I was just kind of like... I know it sounds insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah. If you bring in all the the science behind it, they, there's some legitimacy mm -hmm. to the theory. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that we literally cannot even just dis we can't disprove it. You know. There's a lot that we really can't disprove though. Like especially yeah, whenever it comes right. to like the state of the world and like our actual consciousness, because there's that's a lot true. about the human brain that we still don't even know. You guys know, I'm sorry, I'm so what? sorry, what? you guys know how I was literally just singing Madonna, like, you were, yeah, just before we started recording, she was singing, singing Madonna, Madonna. Top of no, that's not what I'm talking what? about, there's a book, literally right there, that says the Madonnas of Echo Park, yes, that is a very Ooh. good novel that you are welcome to borrow if you would like to, I, yeah, but like, I wonder if you had like a subliminal thing going on, like you didn't know that you read it, 
I didn't know that I saw it. Yeah, you didn't realize you saw it. Your subconscious saw it. Maybe. That's what put it in your head. I also just (laughs) sing really random stuff. It's a really good book. You're welcome to it if you want. You know what's also a really good book? It's lots of really good books. Oh, I need to borrow that, though. Which one? Girl Interrupted. Oh, yeah. I need to borrow that. I've never read. I've never read the book. I've watched a movie, but I've never read the book. The book's really good. Sorry. So <laughs> we always have good book recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys let us know uh, what you think about the mattress foam theory, mm-hmm. and if we missed anything, we'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Hit us up on Facebook. Comment. We're just let us know. People. We're not researchers. So mm-hmm. um, we, we are definitely be- not professionals. We are definitely not um, experts oh. in our field. <laughs> My sock came off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did you look so sad about it? Because you look so sad. Uh, okay, anyway. Do, do you guys, do either of you watch Supernatural? Yes. No. So you know the scene where um, Sam loses his shoe in the grate? He looks at Dean and he's like, yeah. My shoe came off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, so unpopular opinion alert, but Sam mm. is literally one of the best characters in that show. Mm-mm. I'm a Dean girl. Mm. Yeah, well, you, I'm so sorry that you're attracted to emotionally unavailable men. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, have you met me? <laughs> Sorry. That doesn't make it okay. Sam is a good boy. He's compar- You know who he's comparable to? He's a pretty boy. Loki. I like my men. That's who Sam is comparable more to. Rugged. Should we wrap this up? Yes, we should. <laughs> well, thank you. Otherwise, for- we're just going to keep talking. Thank you for sticking around and uh, listening to the whole podcast. Um, we have this on audio only, and we have this on video, mm-hmm. obviously. If you're watching this, you know. If you're Ooh. listening to this, you know the the first one or the other one um so hit us up you can find us on facebook twitter instagram youtube um, tumblr yeah so social media in everything we're, we're on everything we have a reddit page now so just yeah hit us up send us emails send us messages yep. and we're also interested in hearing if you guys have a particular theory that you want mm-hmm. to discuss and hear about absolutely and we'd be happy to unprofessionally discuss mm-hmm. it with one another and you yep yep so we're always down to talk yeah we like to talk we're really <laughs> talking. all right well okay. thanks guys i'm kaylee i'm rochelle and i'm blake and we were paranoia, paranoia percentage. percentage bye you can find us on twitter at paranoia percent tumblr as pdubs podcast and facebook and instagram as paranoia percentage